You are listening to the Toxic Mold Podcast with my husband, Steve Worsley, the toxic mold expert and your number one source for mold consulting and mitigation in the USA. Here is episode 88. Is toxic mold making you sick? Before we get started on this episode, a short or not so short disclaimer. While all attempts have been made to verify the content provided in this podcast, Neither the podcaster or the producers assume any responsibility for errors, omissions, or alternative interpretations of the issues discussed herein. All information stated in this podcast is the opinion of Steve Worsley. Steve Worsley is a mold specialist with over 20 years of experience in the construction and mold industry. The Toxic Mold Podcast is for information sharing purposes only. The views expressed are those of the podcaster and his alone. These views should not be taken as expert instruction or commands. While there may be references to medical conditions and symptoms, all solo podcast episodes are the opinion of Steve Worsley, and any medical questions or concerns shall be addressed with the appropriate licensed medical professional or professionals. As the podcaster refers to different mold types, please be aware that Steve Worsley is not a microbiologist and questions concerning mold specifics should be answered by the appropriate professional. The listener is 100% responsible for his or her own actions. You can check out Steve's books on Amazon about mold and dealing with mold in your home at amazon.com forward slash author forward slash Steve Worsley. And if you're interested in scheduling a mold consultation over the phone consultation with Steve, you can be sure to find out more about those and his availability at cnccontractorservices.com. Now, let's get to the episode. Hello, welcome to the Toxic Mold podcast. Today is episode 88. It's toxic mold making you sick. So I'm sure you guys have already noticed that I'm doing this one solo. The wife thought that it would be a good idea for me to try to do these solo just to see if, you know, my listeners view it a little differently, if they like them more, like them less or whatever. But however it is, let us know. Uh, So like I said, today's topic is, is toxic mold making me sick? So first question, what do I mean when I say toxic mold? Most people, when they hear the term toxic mold, they correlate that with black mold. The black mold that they usually are are talking about is what we call stachybotrys. It's a difficult thing to spell. Obviously, I know how to, but you guys don't have to. So it's stachybotrys is typically what people think about when they hear toxic mold or black mold. So I just want to be clear on one thing. Mold can be toxic even if it's not classified as a toxic mold. So, you know, mold has three different classifications. First one is allergenic, second is pathogenic, and then third is toxigenic. A common mold type that they say, you know, let's just say they they classify Clodosporium as a common mold type and that it's only allergenic. That mold can produce subspecies that can produce mycotoxins or pathogens. Depending on what mold types are introduced to each other, think of it as pollen, it can produce subspecies that can be toxic. So keep that in mind. I just want all of my listeners to know it doesn't have to be classified as toxic mold or stachybotrys or the black mold in order for it to be toxic. Something that I I talk about quite often, especially in my books, but sometimes I don't drill that into my listeners, but just keep that in mind. 
a mold type does not have to be classified as toxigenic in order to produce mycotoxins. But on the other hand, I'm sure you guys have heard me say, common mold types that are allergenic, they can actually make you sick too. So if you have allergies, underlying conditions, stuff like that, so keep that one in mind. So what do I mean by toxic mold? It can be any type of mold that's making you sick. So don't just think about that black mold. So another question that most people obviously want to know, how does someone know if it is in fact that it's mold that's making you sick? That's where it gets a little tricky uh, from, from your point of view, from my point of view as a mold specialist. And when I say my point of view, it's not the medical side. You're gonna have to go talk to your doctor about that part. But you gotta remember that you've gotta contact your doctor and coordinate with a mold inspector or mold specialist. So how are you gonna know that it is actually mold that makes you sick? You have to first and foremost identify that you could have a mold concern. How do you do that? If it's visible mold, that's pretty easy to tell. If it's not visible, maybe you can smell it. Uh, molds, once again, have lots of different smells. That's why mold is so complex, believe it or not. Mold can actually have, and most people don't believe this, a smell of urine to it. And so a lot of people are like, well, you know, maybe, maybe the dogs, you know, if you have dogs or cats, maybe they had an accident, maybe over here in the corner of the room. Obviously it could be that, but there are molds that do smell like urine. There obviously is your musty type of odor. Um, and then to me, it's a moldy type of odor. It's, to me, it's different. A moldy odor like you can definitely smell and tell that there's mold so you've got to recognize that you do have a problem uh, if you're sick then it could be a number of things but always keep in mind that it could be mold also on top of that like I said you're gonna have to coordinate with your doctor and a mold specialist whether you you hire a consultant uh, hire a mold inspector to run their test wh whatever direction you decide to go you should have what I call on the blue collar side, a mold specialist involved. So contact that person. And then obviously a very important thing is you've got to document. We talk about this all the time. You've got to document, document, document. Doctors do it. We do it in the mold industry. It's just something that has to be done. If, you, if you're not documenting things, if you're anything like me, I have a terrible memory. And if I get to the doctor's office and I say, well, you know, I can't remember, maybe it was a couple months ago, I had a sore throat or I was getting headaches. Just write it down. We've talked about documentation, put it in an app on your phone, handwrite it in a journal, put it in a Word document on your computer, whatever you do, just make sure that you're documenting in the journal what's going on, what foods you're eating, you know, where were you recently? You know, say you notice the the symptoms when it's you know in the evening and it's after you've been working all day maybe it's after you've you know been on vacation and you went somewhere that maybe could have been a moldy environment you get home Monday morning or Sunday night you start feeling sick so just make sure you document and keep in mind too just because you're feeling sick in the evening and not during the day while you're at work doesn't mean that you're getting sick at work. It could be your body, you know, there's a time lapse there that maybe your body's just not reacting to it. So that's why it's important to document things. And when I say document it, you know, just 
today is you know January 11th and I was in my home for four hours and I was at work for four hours and at work this is where I was when I was at home this is where I was simple things like that so make sure you document things so you've gone to your doctor you've talked to the old guy hopefully you hired me as a consultant if not you know obviously I can't be everywhere but make sure you hire a competent guy and you have a, a, a or gal oh, you have a mold specialist that comes into your home runs tests you go to the doctor you have your journal you have your mold results you have the letter from the mold specialist stating you know were things good are they okay are they questionable things like that so what do you do after you do figure out in fact it is mold that's making you sick as you all very well know I'm not a doctor so I'm not giving you medical advice but what you have to do is you've got to detox. You've got to do that from the medical side when it comes to binders, uh, different medications you can take. I'm not, like when I say binders, you know, a lot of them use like activated charcoal. They use a, a, a lot of things on the medical side that you can take that will help you there. You can be taking everything in the world and following your specialist and, and at this point, hopefully on the medical side, you do have a mold specialist, uh, allergy doctor, somebody that specializes in it. Because an orthopedic's probably not going to be much help. I'm not knocking any orthos, but make sure you have the proper doctor. But anyhow, you can be following all of the protocols that they're telling you to follow. But if you stay in that moldy environment, it's not going to help you detox. So from the detox point of view... And I, I say this, I just I just responded somebody to responded to somebody the other day in an email that said you literally have to leave your home with the clothes on your back. And then you go buy new clothes, take those old clothes, throw them away, and then once you check into your hotel room or to your parents' house, friends, wherever you're gonna go stay to detox, you have brand new clean clothes on so that you're not taking that moldy environment with you. Because if you take your kids' teddy bears, uh, your blanket, your pillows, your comforters, laptops, things that you normally would take, if they have mold spores on them, you're just taking them to wherever you're trying to detox. So when it comes to the detox side of things, make sure you're addressing it from the medical side and from what environment where you're, where you're staying the most, whether it's at work or at home or whatnot. Obviously at work, <laughs> It's a lot tougher to just say I'm detoxing, so I'm not going to go to work, but I still want to get paid. So obviously you'd have to take that up with your, your employer. Um, speaking of, we're actually going to do uh, my being uh, exposed to mold at work or is my work environment making me sick? We're going to be doing that here in the next probably month or two. Um, I just started creating content for that podcast. So, But anyhow, make sure that you're following the proper protocols. Don't don't buy into the, oh, I Googled it and all I have to do is spray mold or Clorox on all the mold. No, don't do that. Make sure that you're detoxing in the proper manner. And like I said, you have to make sure that you're consulting with a mold specialist on the blue collar side. So the side of things that, that we address and make sure that you have somebody that, that has your interest. If they don't, it's not going to do you any good. If you just have somebody that goes, oh, yeah, you know, we ran these tests, everything looks fine, it's not the mold. Don't 
don't go with the person that's like that. So make sure you have somebody that's very knowledgeable. They don't have to write books and create courses like I do, but just make sure you have the right person that has your back and the occupants of your home and their back. So we talked about detoxing and what you have to do and something I didn't cover a little bit earlier that I, I wanna kind of backtrack on. What are the symptoms from mold exposure? And I don't wanna say this in a manner where you just go, oh, it can be everything. But the, it can be many things. And depending on your body, depending on if it's an allergic reaction, if it's you know mycotoxins, we're all gonna react differently. But the most common things that, that you're gonna see your symptoms for you or your, your family members, the occupants of your home, a cough, runny nose, dry nose, headaches, irritability, you can get rashes from it, a cough, Things like that. And when I say you can have a runny nose, you can have a stuffy nose. There, there's just a lot of things that it could be causing. It can make your eyes water. It can make your eyes burn. Those are, are the most common symptoms. It can cause short-term memory loss. It can cause long-term memory loss. These can be uh, permanent symptoms that you're going to deal with or temporary until you detox. Hopefully, and most of them will go away once you detox. But keep that in mind that those are the symptoms that, that could be affecting you. So let's wrap this up. What is my call to action for all my listeners? Whether you're experiencing mold sickness symptoms or not, or whether you think you are, start a journal. That journal will help you keep it simple. You don't have to be complicated, but make sure that you have a journal and also most of our listeners know I have courses that are on Udemy, Simpliv, TabletWise. I do have a free course that's on all those platforms. Udemy's kind of the easiest to remember. It is a free course. Just go into Udemy, search is toxic mold making me sick. You'll see my name, you'll see that course, and you can actually take that course online. We have a couple other courses that are paid courses. They're very inexpensive. So if you choose to do that, go ahead and do that. But go check out our course on Udemy. Prevent toxic mold exposure before it gets in your home. Download Steve's free mold investigation checklist at tinyurl.com forward slash CNC mold checklist. Again, download Steve's free mold investigation checklist at tinyurl.com forward slash CNC mold checklist.